When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We still don't have a name. Gosh darn it. We didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning. <laughs> Ugh. We need to restart this whole thing. All of my homies be hustling. We after the money. You know that we hustling. Pushing that white thing. You know that they muscling. All of my guests are listening to the money. Action these hoes. We loving the money. All of my homies be hustling. Hey, my name's Ethan. Uh, A.K.A. Apropostle. I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Hey, Patrick. How's it going? It's going great. Good. I'm glad. Um, how how's how's uh, your Sunday been? Pretty good. I I woke up very late because um, I was up really late last night. Yeah. I'm an RA, so As I had, I had to stay up till two. It yeah. was it was fun. I uh, I'm just I'm just so stressed. Just you don't even understand how stressed out I always am. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> is that like a preview? Are you are yeah. you foreshadowing our topic today? That's funny. I've actually been very stressed as well. Um, no lie, it's been a very busy week. And I was at we had a football game yesterday. That was a ton of fun. And I literally went straight from the football game to the engineering building because I had to finish some stuff. And I was there until like midnight. And then I came back, and there were a bunch of people at my house being uh, sinners. And so I had to <laughs> kind of hang out until they all left before I could go to bed. Not the end of the world, but it was a, it was a time. You can say that at least. It was a time. It wasn't yeah. a good time, but it was a time. Yeah, you I've I mean you you being an RA, you don't really have you can't really come back to your dorm and have people partying inside your dorm. Yeah. And if yeah, you no. do, there's an issue. People tend to stay away. <laughs> they don't like the RA. You're not the cool RA that gives weed to the kids. Uh, if that's what a cool RA is, then no, I I don't do that. No, never. Well, well, that's that's what the movies told me. I, am I always cool, believe the movies. I am the cool RA that writes usher quotes on the RA board. Can outside. you give me an example of an usher quote that you have used recently? I'm in I'm in the club with my homies. That's. <laughs> <laughs> There's this song that uh, me and all of my friends uh, are in love with right now. It's called All My Homies 300 300. <laughs> and I can't remember who the what the name of the rapper is. Hold on. He's this one of my friends uh worked at this I don't know what she did over the summer. She was in a forest and um she worked with this guy, this huge like super tall, like think like Snoop Dogg, like super tall guy, had dreads. Um and he would always tell her about his music and everything and she finally looked it up and Oh, I can't remember. I'm trying to look it up right now, but I can't remember what his his name is like. Something super lame. Oh, oh, oh! Here it is. YC, the rapper YC, and his song is called 300, and it's just him going, "Oh my homies, 300, 300," and it's the best song in the world. And 300 stands for like CCC in Roman numerals, so uh, it stands for calm, cool, and collected. And it's super deep for a trap banger, but 
Yeah. But it's also the lamest thing I've ever heard. It's it's super lame, but I might make <laughs> I might download that and make that the intro music to this <laughs> episode. <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh my home is through Oh my home is through hundred three hundred. It's so good. Um especially if you love trap bangers like me. Don't know if you guys know. Everything I own is a banger. <laughs> I don't like that sentence that you just used. Everything That's I from own Parks is and a Rec. banger. Every every song I own is a banger. Oh, That's from yeah. Parks and Rec. Aziz Ansari. Funny guy. Mm. So what's our topic for today, Ethan? I don't know, Patrick. I didn't really decide on one until about five minutes before we started this podcast. Because I'm not... This isn't a priority, apparently, since it's still not on iTunes. And we still don't Everybody, have a name. We still don't have a name. Gosh darn it. We didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning. Ah, <laughs> we need to restart this whole thing. Oh, please don't! I counting down was so difficult, and I hey, my name's Ethan. Do it again. Uh, AKA Apropostle. I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. At Catholic, follow Pat. me on the. Oh yeah, on I forgot that like they can hear you, but they like I can't. Sorry, it was like whatever. But anyway, I might just take that intro and. Put it at the beginning before our 300-300 conversation and splice them together so that way it doesn't sound like we're a bunch of choshes and don't introduce ourselves at the beginning of our podcast. But anyway, topic time. <laughs> Such a bad host. All right. Uh, so, again, uh, I was having a conversation with some peeps on Twitter. We have this group chat in case you don't know. Um, on Twitter. It's just a bunch of uh, Catholic Twitter peeps that post memes and stupid Deus Volt gifs. And Catholic teens on the internet scene. Catholic teens. I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm in this group chat. I'm a 20-year-old man. I'm in this group chat with like 15-year-old high schoolers who are like, oh, I love the church. And I'm like, that's great. Why am I in this chat with you? <laughs> but they're great. Shout out Dane and Peter and everybody <laughs> else in there. But... Um, we were in this chat and we were talking about school and someone was complaining about something and it made me upset and I realized how often I have to listen to people complain about school. Like if you think about it, that's really the only topic of conversation that any of us ever have for on a day-to-day yeah. basis. It's pretty much consistent across every major, every thing is just saying, oh, I've got this test, or I've got this, that, and the other thing. And it gets really old and really boring and that might just be because i'm in i'm an engineering student and engineers are more uh prone to that maybe because they have this kind of engineering mathematics complex where they think they're smarter than everybody else and so they feel the need to i don't know what but uh maybe is that prevalent in kind of communications and maybe more at the uh not uh sciencey side of things yeah i mean I have always found it interesting that um, communication classes it's set up a little differently because you have major projects three times a semester that you have to shoot and edit, and those are very time-consuming. And so when you're looking at this project, it's a very daunting thing because you have to start from scratch and use all of this equipment that you're not exactly proficient with. And so people tend to complain about or just kind of vent about how much editing they have to do because editing takes forever, and it takes about three hours total to do a one-minute project sometimes if you're not good. Yikes. 
So, so yeah, that, that tends to happen. But um, Franciscan's nursing program is huge, and it's also super rigorous. And mm-hmm. so we always hear nursing students complaining about how much they have to do. But, I mean, everyone kind of just deals with that. They're just like, yeah, we understand. Um, it's okay. We still love you. Yeah. that's. I can get where that, you know, projects are, you know, always bad, especially if a lot of people have to do it. And it can really get to you. But... It just, for me, I'm like, I go to class and it just seems like all people ever want to talk about is school and tests and grades. And mm-hmm. it's just so draining. And maybe that's just because I'm me and maybe maybe I'm the odd one out. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong. But it feels like this conversation all the time is just not healthy for people. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just kind of get sucked into it because it's easy to talk about because everybody's in classes, everybody's in school. It's easy to kind of make a connection with somebody by whining and complaining about your class or whatever and be like, oh, that teacher is such a jerk or, oh, that test was super hard. I can't believe you know what the curve was. Oh, well, I got this grade. Oh, well, I got that grade. And just going back and forth and back and forth all day long because it's easy and it doesn't. it's not a difficult conversation to have. And I think it's really not healthy for people because then – they start, you know, basing – I mean we talk about this all the time, like basing your worth on how well you do in school and everything. And that's a big issue for a lot of uh, younger people as well as I think definitely in college as well. Um, but people forget that there's – you know, they, they get so fed up with all of this stuff in school and all of these things that happen that as soon as they get out of school, all they want is a release. And that will take form in uh, going out and drinking and blacking out. And so – yeah. There's got to be some way that we can kind of ride the line between, um, yeah, talk about school and everything, but not so much that you end up hating it by the end of the week, you know, and then come back and all you do is talk about it again. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know all it seems like balances. I mean, even here, it seems so many people are just miserable and they don't want to be here. And it's strange. And I say, I say even here as in like college, because that was a really big shock for me when I left high school and went to college I could kind of understand when like high school students were thinking oh I don't want to be here this is ridiculous I understood that because you know you're legally required to be here I get it that's a drag but like in college you pay to be here you elected to be here you can elect to leave so why spend your entire time complaining Mm -hmm. you know Um, but it's true I mean people it's also dishonest, I think, if I kind of throw that in there. It's also wow. kind of dishonest because people spend so much time talking about how busy they are that if they were really busy, they wouldn't have time to have these conversations. My mom always told me. Mom always said. Mom always said. Mom always said, everybody is too busy to help you with your thing, but no one is too busy to tell you how busy they are. Yeah. that is. So Everyone is, is free as a bird when it comes to telling people how busy they are. Yeah, I had a... I had a tweet not too long ago that was about how um, glorification of how busy you are is vanity. Mm -hmm. And that's so, so true. Mostly because I said it, but also because um, (laughs) you can actually see that in other people. And that they want you, like, it's it's kind of like um, people who go on Facebook and they say, oh, had a really bad day, sad face, but they don't elaborate on it at all. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? Like, they're, they're fishing for you know, Mm. sympathy or whatever. And I think people are, you know, fishing for that when they say, oh, I'm just so stressed or, oh, I didn't get any sleep last night or, oh, you know, 
this test is really hard. They're like, oh, that's oh, it's okay. You're going to do great. You know, like we're looking – I mean I'm victim of this just as much as anybody else or I have been until I started being more and more aware of it is that we want to be comforted. We want to be told that we're good still even though we, we've got kind of the weight of the world it seems on our shoulders. It's natural to act that way but that's only because sin is natural to us as human beings. So <laughs> – uh, we have to be conscious of it. We have to actively work towards not trying to garner attention uh, based on our schoolwork because that can, like I said, damage your relationship with school. It can make you uh, think that you don't want to be there, that you hate your major, that you're going to hate the rest of your life because you hate school so much. Um, then it also make you kind of despise the people that you're with because if everybody's complaining, then you're just like, oh, that person complains all the time just because they complain differently than you. And <laughs> make you despise your professors and make you want not, not want to form quality professional relationships in the future. Like it can lead to a whole host of issues. And it all yeah. stems from um, kind of that vanity issue of just wanting to be reassured that, you know, we're smart or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, I get that. That's a good point. It makes you feel like you're doing something, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're really stressed all the time, it makes you feel like you're doing something, and it makes you feel really accomplished. Um, but yeah, no, it's so true that the the vanity aspect of it is. I think that's why it leads to one-upsmanship mm-hmm. when it comes to these conversations. Um, I, as an RA, we're encouraged not to complain about our jobs for obvious reasons. Um, but it really bugs me when someone tells me that their stresses and their um, concerns are heavier than mine. I had a friend tell me there was like, oh, yeah, no, my job is a lot more difficult than being an RA. And I was like, that's that's very rude of you to say, <laughs> you know, like, oh, what you're doing is easy. Patrick, because I'm it, ten times more stressed than you, to be honest. Like, you don't even know what it's like. You go to Easy Breeze Catholic School, you don't even know the true struggles of a hardworking American. Get on my <laughs> level, Patrick. Freaking nerd. I'm I don't know. I don't know where this quote came from, but it's don't judge the don't judge the weight of someone else's cross by the weight of your own. Oh yeah, know. yeah. That's a good one. A saint said that, I think. Probably. Yeah. Or it's one of Someone those unknown quotes that you see that people repost on Facebook. Yeah. With the cheesy background. Like Hannah. The cheesy <laughs> background is Hannah. <laughs> Call that. That's we true. can't keep calling out our friends on this podcast. Yeah, let's just call out everybody. <laughs> Catholic Twitter, we're coming for you. No, that'll be next week. No one's safe. <laughs> we're f- we're we're gonna go fishing for these Catholic Twitter people. No, what I'm done. Not fishing. We're not talking about catfishing. Um, oh dang it. Yeah, that's yes. Go back to the point. Um, what did you say before? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, about um, one-upsmanship. One-upsmanship. Yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but we. Oh, I do remember. I do remember. I'm not a bad podcast host. Here we go. I do remember. So. We need to figure out what the remedy to this situation is. What what can we do as Catholics, as Christians, as people who pray and people who love Christ? How can we reconcile kind of our issues with, um, oh, 
like I really hate school and this is really stressing me out and I'm really busy all the time, blah, 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 with um, kind of the the peace and the quiet of, um, you know, our faith life. And uh, for me at least, I'll just kind of talk about myself because, I, I mean, everybody's in a different place. I'm not saying that I'm the ideal model of a human being, although you can look at me that way if you'd like. I am quite perfect, but there are some things that I've done kind of this semester and past semesters to balance a little bit more. Um, one of my favorite quotes that I kind of live by is, oh, I don't remember who said it, uh, St. Augustine maybe, but if you don't have time to pray an hour, pray two, or some variation of that. Um, do you have a confirmation on who said that, Patrick? Say it again, I didn't recognize it. If you don't have time to pray one hour, pray two. Have you never heard that, that before? I don't. I don't know if I have heard that. That's such a common quote. I feel like. But anyway, really? Yeah, I. I think it's Saint Augustine. If not, I'll edit this in post. I won't edit it in post. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. But hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply thinking about that aspect of we all we should always have time for prayer if you if you're saying oh you're too busy for prayer because of school or because of whatever whatever else either you're lying to yourself or you're legitimately too busy and you need to start quitting things yeah Um, yeah. because there's oh especially in our generation i kind of talked about this at our freshman retreat i gave a little mini talk about this and that people We've been taught so much in our young adult lives that we can't be quitters, that we can't um, stop doing things. We're supposed to stay in sports all the way until we graduate. Um, we're supposed to uh, stay in band for as long as you want. Like you're supposed to do things. It's, it's not even if it's not told by your parents. It's kind of implicit in society that if you quit, then you're lesser than the rest of the group. I think again, that's a natural group think kind of thing. But we're always told not to quit. Keep up. Keep you know. Keep at it. Even if it's hard now, it'll get better later. And so when we get to college, um, we, you know, freshman year, very overwhelming. We try to join as much as we can. We want to get as involved as we can. Um, and then people start to realize, oh, I don't really like student government as much as I thought. I don't really like um, this uh, engineering club that I'm a part of that I really thought I really liked. And but they feel obligated to stay in it because they've been told all of their lives not to quit. And it's just – here's the fact is that it's okay to quit. If something is not leading you closer to Christ, if something is taking you away from going to mass, um, from praying every day, from having a good relationship with God and with people that build you up and make you holier, quit. Get out of that situation. And that could be a variety of things. That could be a fraternity. That could be a sorority. That could be um, involvement activities. That could be your major. Quit. Literally quit. Who cares? If people judge you, that's their own problem. But 
I guarantee you that there are so many people in college and in high school right now that say that they're so busy that are doing at least one or two extra things that are not leading them closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. So quit them. Who cares? Be done with it. You're, you're, you're a beautiful person, and you don't need that holding you down in life. Yeah. Go out and buy a fancy dress, put it on, and freaking <laughs> quit. Unless you're a guy. Unless but you're a guy. Wait, buy some nice what is, pants and shimmy on out buy, of there. Hold on. Why do you have to buy a dress to quit? You, uh, well, I just wanted you to look fabulous as you were walking up the road. <laughs> that way they, a good they know what they're missing then. <laughs> I've never bought a dress for the record. Still on for my to-do record. list. Uh, no, my first my first uh, youth night, I wore a dress and sang, "Don't stop believing." That's a true story. What? How I, old were you? I was a freshman in high school. Wait, no, I was in eighth grade. Sorry, you I wore lied. a dress I was in eighth grade, in eighth grade and, and you to... sang, "Don't stop believing." Yeah, with a senior, it was really fun. That sounds fun. Did everybody laugh, or was it just kind of an awkward like, uh, "I'm not sure if this is uh, moral or not." Everybody laughed. Okay, it was good. before it was before cross dressing was triggering. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm triggered right now for different reasons, though. I'm out of milk. That triggers me. Really? Yeah. How am I supposed to that eat sucks. cereal if I'm out of milk, Patrick? I'd I'm, help you, but I'm in Ohio. I'm also out of bread and peanut butter, so I don't know how I'm going to eat for the next several days. Because that's literally all I eat is cereal and bread and peanut butter. Not being able to eat. Now that seems like something legitimately stressful. <laughs> That's true. It's all tying back. Yeah, exactly. Stress. So yes, so don't 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 be afraid to quit things. Don't be afraid to get rid of the influences in your life that are not making you holier. And that's a part of um, constantly asking yourself why you're doing things. We talked about that last week in the um, mass podcast. Is why do you do things? What do they mean to you? Why are they important to you? Thinking about those things constantly are what make us holier. And we have to have that understanding and that realization that um, we are on this earth to get holy and to make it to heaven. We're not on this earth to um, get the best grades. We're not on this earth to get the best job. Those things can lead us to holiness, but those are not the ends in and of themselves. I think another so, remedy. Yeah. I think another remedy would be um, stop complaining. Because Whoa! Nuts. If That's you, crazy. if you, what am I going to like? Do even in your head, like even in your head, uh, because if you if you vocalize it and if you bring it to the forefront of your mind, it becomes a reality. And so, even if your even if your midterm next week isn't the most stressful thing, if you keep complaining about it and talking about it, it's going to become very stressful. And then it's just a self fulfilling prophecy. Also, Scripture tells us something fun about grumbling. I googled Israelites grumbling in the desert, and there's like eight scripture verses about it, and each time it ended poorly. Mm. So, don't do it. Quit your grumbling, you freaking nerds. You freaking nerds. <laughs> um, and then on the flip side is empathy. So, like, the the good the the be, the best solution would be to stop grumbling, you know. But um, that doesn't always happen. So when someone else isn't exactly following that rule. The other solution would be empathy instead of the one-upsmanship that we were talking about earlier. Because what tends to happen is someone grumbles and then you go, oh, yeah, I know exactly how that feels. I have this thing happening. And then they're like, oh, they're trying to tell me that my thing isn't as bad as their thing. I want to tell them more. And then it just vicious cycles out. So 
empathy is not telling them that you're going through the exact same thing they are because you're not because that's how like life works so empathic listening you just sit there and you just take their grumbling in the face and it sucks but just deal with it i'll take my grumbles with a side of fries please (laughs) sorry that was stupid it's so early in the morning Um, it's 11 50 it's is it really oh it's yeah it's 10 50 oh sorry (laughs) get off your eastern horse um i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) responding to people like that and maybe you want to have different conversations i'm always one i i will pretty much tell you anything you want to know about me i have very open very much i literally i don't care what's your t-shirt size what What's your t-shirt size? Medium. Cool. That's right. I got a small torso. Proof. <laughs> Fight me. But I'll, I'll tell you pretty much anything. And so when I have conversations with people and I am sick and tired of all the complaining and the same conversations over and over again, I immediately want to jump toward to the extreme. And I want to talk about how their prayer life is going and how their heart is and how their soul is and all these things. And not a lot of people are uh, – ready and available to have those conversations. And so one of the struggles that I have is trying to find an intermediate uh, between, oh, how's school going? Oh, you stressed? Yeah, me too. You know, like that boring conversation Mm -hmm. that we have every single day, Um, trying to find an intermediate between that and a deep, you know, how, like, how are you conversation? So trying to figure out, um, and this is something I literally just talked with my spiritual director about this yesterday. So uh, this is still a work in progress for me, but trying to find the balance of interesting and things that you care about that person, not so deep that they don't want to share, but not shallow that it's easy and the same as what we've heard before. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. Good. Bye. Yeah. You know, (laughs) those hallway conversations, Mm -hmm. they ruin friendships. One way to do that is by, like you said, actually listening to people, you know, you can go from a conversation about how stressed someone is to asking them like, "Oh, how's your dog?" No, not that. That's bad. Um, <laughs> don't ask people about their dog unless they really love their dog and they would love to talk about their dog. But ask them about the things that they care about. If you know somebody is um, involved in, let's say, the uh, student radio on campus or something. Ask them how that's doing. Like, how's that radio going? Like, do you have your own show? Do you host a, you know, a talk segment? What is that doing? How's that going for you? And then learn more about that person. We There's so many things that we don't know about our friends, about the people that we hang out with, because we just simply don't ask, because we stick to the surface-level conversations. If you see somebody tweet about something, like, oh, you like that band? I do too. But talk about why they like that band. Talk about the experience if they go to the concert. You know, there's so many other conversations that we could be having that would help us learn about people and learn to love people more than just, I'm so stressed about this class. Get me out of here. I hate it. You know? Because <laughs> you could always just leave school. Mm-hmm. That's why bother. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And those Open things sound... conversation. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, those things sound surface level too, but that's why I'm trying to find that balance between because I, th- in my opinion, complaining about school is the surface of the surface, and you just it just starts by going a little bit deeper than that. So, mm-hmm. go ahead. 
yeah, the open open conversations, learning more about people. We don't take advantage enough of the ability that we have as humans to communicate deep emotions in eloquent ways yes. or even, you know, significant ways. And complaining about school is definitely not significant, mostly because it only lasts for a semester. You know, your stress comes in semesters. It doesn't even come in four year periods, you know. So it's like, why even bother talking about something that's like a test is going to be over in a week? That's not relevant. And I think that's why we can't really talk about it because it's like, we can't really talk to each other because all we tell each other is stuff that's over in a week and it's not relevant anymore. Like, how was that test? Oh, I did well. Well, that's the end of that conversation. You know, I don't know anything about this person now. Yeah. Stop so living your words, life I agree in chunks. You. We're not we're not made for chunks. We're made for whole wheat greatness. <laughs> Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Oh man. Drop that quote every podcast. It never gets old. <laughs> we're not made for chunks. We're made for whole wheat greatness. That's going to be the title of the podcast is we're made for whole wheat greatness. Maybe. It could also be something different like quit your grumbles. That one's quit good too. Grumb- <laughs> Grumbleos. Part of a complete breakfast. <laughs> we love food here at the <laughs> uh, Catholic Twitter Guys podcast. It's not the name. It could be the is name. It, it could be the name. Oh, wait. Is that the name we talked about? Are we done complaining about complaining? Uh, maybe. Do you have any final maybe. thoughts before we end it? I mean, opening opening conversation to deeper topics and getting to know a person, not their schoolwork, that's a really good – that's really good advice, and that's mm-hmm. definitely something that mm-hmm. we could take from this. So that's, that's a good final thought. Good. Um, my whole thought with – just this in general is I just wanted people to kind of be aware of it because until I was kind of made aware of the situation and started actively thinking about the conversations that I was having at school, um, I was just the same as everybody else. I was complaining. I was whining. I was um, grumbling. And um, I just hope that this podcast has made some people more aware that um, we don't need to grumble all the time. And if you do grumble, uh, don't respond with animosity or negativity, which I am prone to do. I'm very cynical sometimes. But uh, respond with empathy, like Patrick said, and be be there for your friends. Be there for the people kind of in your classes because they might they might need someone. They might need someone there to show Christ to them in that way, and you can definitely be that for them even if it seems small and insignificant. That's a part of the sanctification of every moment is um, by being Christ for people that uh, need him. So there you go. That's that's my final thought. Now we can talk about the stupid awesome. podcast stuff. So we were talking about the College Catholic podcast. The College Catholic podcast. I'm worried yeah. about the College Catholic podcast because let's say I do this for the next five years. I'm only going to be in college for the next year and a half. Then we have to change it. We have to rebrand. We'd have to change the logo. Get your master's degree. That's simple as. I don't want to do it. It's not called the undergrad Catholic. It's uh, called the college Catholic. Oh man. I would call Honestly, it the frat Catholic, but you're not in a fraternity. So, I can join a frat. There's one. There's one. Well, here. go go They're join one this week, and let me know. Then we could be the frat Catholics. Frat. Um, there were guys selling T-shirts on campus that said Deus Primus Fra. It's like God first, bro, but in Latin, I wanted to buy one so bad. Do you know how to say memes in Latin? 
I don't think no. I feel like no. it's mammon. Which <laughs> you makes it only... really hard to not serve both God and mammon. Because <laughs> I have some spicy mammon on my hard drive right now. Like spicy some mammon. dank, dank mammon. The mammon falls from the sky with habanero sauce on it. <laughs> Rewriting biblical stories. But yeah, bro, Postle and friends is weird. Why? It because like I have friends. friends. But here's the thing: it's not going to be just you. When I go home this summer, I'm gonna have so many people that I'm gonna podcast with. Yeah. Not that we won't podcast, but it will be bro, Postle and friends at some point. We'll have a ton of. You'll have a ton of like. Material you could release two a week. It'd be awesome. Ah, oh, that would be so cool if we could do that. That would be cool. Yeah. But anyway, ideas, ramblings, thoughts. We'll get a name eventually. One of one of our brave listeners, as we keep decreasing in listeners every week, will stick it through and and give us the golden suggestion that we. I've can. just never been good at branding. I haven't like either. My, I'm, it took. Do you know how no, long it dude, took me to come up with Postle? That's the only thing that I could. I ever came up with. That's ever. like that's my friend's favorite anon name on Twitter. Who's like, your friend? Be- my friend Daniel. Daniel, hit me up sometime. You're a cool guy. <laughs> But, like, my Anon name was Catholic Anon. That's, yeah, like, the dude, that's basic so as you can get You're it. You're the lamest person. Terrible. Did you ever meet Terrible. real Catholic? Did you ever figure out who that is? Yeah, dude, he lives on my wing. Like, Are you I've serious? Known this kid. Yeah. Can you go Crazy. get him right now? Uh, I'm kidding. I, I Don't do that. I think he's a mass. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so crazy. We should have him on next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be so difficult Why? to get three mics at once. But we'll do it. Just have him sit in your room. Oh, true. I guess I'll have to get and an use the mic. Go rent a mic and use the same one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, everybody go follow Real Catholic. He's cool. Um, he doesn't know that he's going to be on the podcast yet, but he, he, he will be. Oh, I talked to him. Oh, you did? What did he yeah. say? He said he'd think about it. So he doesn't know he's going to be on the podcast yet. Mm. He's th- he thinks he's thinking about it. Mm-hmm, I- <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, we have... come in getting ice cream, and then he sits down. There's no ice cream, just a microphone, and <laughs> and my face on the screen. So, in terms of naming this podcast, we've got the College Catholic and the Aftermass. Bro, Postle and Friends is still an option. Okay, so we've got two that Ethan hates, one that Ethan hates, one that Ethan is okay with, and one that I hate. <laughs> so, the... <laughs> oh dear. Deus Volt. What if we just named it Deus Volt? That wouldn't have That's much... That's terrible. Yeah, cross-sectional appeal. Anyway, we've talked about this for too long. Um, yeah. If you need anything, I'm Ethan, at Propostle on Twitter. My DMs are open. Yell at me whenever you want. Absolutely. My name's Patrick. I'm at Catholic Pat. DMs are also open. Please don't yell at me. I'm fragile. I'm, I'm just here for the memes. Please don't get <laughs> mad at me. Uh... But anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be praying for you. Please continue to pray for us as we... Oh, can I say it? Can I say it? No, it's my thing. You Dang can't it. say it. See you on the Twitters. No! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to block it out. I am in charge of the editing, so I'm just going to get rid of it. See Dang. you on the Twitters. All of my homies be hustling. We after the money. You know that we hustling. Pushing that weight. You know that they muscling. All of my guests are listening to the money. Catching these hoes. We loving the money. All of my homies be hustling. All of my homies be hustling.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.